It's the Pete Primo Show, episode 56. Hi, Andy Freeman. Thank you for saying hi to me and thank you for being here. I know you're tearing up the road and you're a very busy guy, so please don't drive off the edge of the road while you're listening to this. Our guest today, Steve Howe, the owner of Boise Mattress, is going to help us help you have your best market ever. Steve, welcome to the show. And let me do a couple quick commercials. And Steve, I might make you do your own commercial. If you haven't bought Sell a Million, and Steve's got his own copy, what are you waiting for? 101 ways to help you make more money if you sell mattresses and furniture. And Steve, thank you very much for sponsoring our show, the Mattress Industry Network. Um, it is the only Facebook group that I know that actually is run by retailers for retailers. Steve runs it. We have a great group. It's absolutely free. Over 1,100 people. How many people do we have now, Steve? We're just going to stick with over 1,100, Pete. Okay. Over- we add every day, so it's getting tough to stay up with it. Yeah. So there are all kinds of people in here. If you are in the mattress industry, you are welcome to join this group. It's 100% free. There are bigger retailers, smaller retailers, medium-sized retailers. There are VPs of sales. Uh, there are sales reps in here. There are all kinds of people in the mattress industry coming together, networking to help you have a more successful store. And if you want to learn how to build your business, how to market better, how to merchandise better, join this group. Steve, what did I leave out? You know, Pete, you say run by retailers for retailers, but really it's for everybody in the mattress industry, right? I mean, it's a great opportunity for manufacturers to communicate with with reps, um, great opportunity for reps to communicate and find new uh, retailers. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, you can do anything in the group as long as you're related to mattresses in some shape or form. We have some furniture uh, stores that sell mattresses. They're part of the group. Um, there's a benefit to everybody in the group. So stay up on the news, current trends, uh, upcoming products, all kinds of stuff. Um, and you'll see when we get to market, man, we're going to break some some big ground there. So um, looking forward to that. All right. Thanks, Steve. Let's get started. How to have your best market ever. So, Steve, before we get into the, the nuts and bolts of that, I think that as a store owner, you really have to analyze your business. You have to look at your business and you have to ask yourself, you know, what do I need more of? to be successful or maybe less of, um, you know, in the last two years, we've been in a crucible, right? Uh, some, some manufacturers have not passed the test and some new alliances have been formed. Um, you know, are you getting your deliveries as good as you humanly can get them? Um, are you getting a kind of markup or do you have lines that prevent you from getting markup? And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, do you, do you need a line to help you create traffic? Now, this is what I would say. When it comes to creating traffic, dependent on any one line is a mistake. It's a mistake for a hundred reasons. The biggest one being you don't control your destiny that way. So you have to learn the things that you need to learn to be the marketer of your business. Um, But there are lots of needs and there are lots of things that can be done at market. But one of the biggest, uh, most overlooked opportunities is networking. Networking with other retailers. Steve, years ago um, at market, I invited retailers that did not compete with each other. And I only had one rule. I was going to pay for the dinner and it was a nice restaurant. It was it was actually in North Carolina and it was uh, Fleming's uh, in, in, uh, in uh, Greensboro. And before you had dinner, you had to give a tip or a resource to the rest of the group to help them make more money. 
could be a tip on a finance company, could be a line, it could be some new way of advertising, a, a new technique for doing anything. And that was one of the funnest dinners I've ever had. And there were some alliances formed at that dinner that are still going today. So I network with your fellow retailers. You become friends with guys, preferably who are smarter than you and that you can learn from. Steve, hog in it. Jump in. Hey, you know, so some big news for us, you know, in the mattress industry network group. Uh, we try to get together every every market uh, or uh, nationwide. So last time we were sponsored by you know HFA put together a good event uh, for us. Uh, this time uh, we're putting together a, a little get together. So if you're interested um, and you join the group, fill out the little form on the group so I know uh, who's going to be there. But um, uh, Darren with Bed Tech has offered to partially sponsor our get together. So huge, huge uh, thanks to Darren and bed tech. Uh, and it's a great opportunity for like-minded people to get together and it, not necessarily retailers. I mean, everybody has something to bring to the table, uh, whether it's, you know, from a rep perspective, uh, reps see a lot of stores, right? They know what's successful. Um, I know you, some of that's privileged information, but man, feel free to to bring something to the table to help each other. Um, and then on the lines of of market again, our motto has been in the mattress industry network to help build, market, sell, and succeed. Right. Um, so building the foundation of what we do starts at market, every market. And, and the people that say they can't afford to, to go to market, they can't, uh, man, I'm telling you, I can't afford not to go to market, right? Every bed I bring in that's a dead space is dead space. I need to know what I'm bringing before it's here. I need to see what's coming before it hits the market. Right. Um, so I can't afford not to go to market. Just plan it out. I mean, I've had trips where I've I've flown in uh, early Monday morning and flown out Monday evening. So I mean, there's there's ways to to make market work. And I mean, if it costs you one cell uh, or two, man, you you really just can't afford to miss a market, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could actually. So let me ask you this about the. Uh, uh, networking event at market is that do we know where it's going to be hosted at this point oh yes okay so victory burger at the circa victory burger at the circa and it's going to be at 7 30 on monday the 24th 7 30 monday and I chose the Circa. Uh, mostly, man, the food looks good. The prices are reasonable. And I called them yesterday and they said we didn't need a reservation. And that was a, a bonus because it's always hard to predict how many people are going to show, right? Yeah, so yeah. But they said they'd gladly uh, kick people out of tables for us. That's awesome. So, years ago... We used to uh, show up at these markets, Steve, in three-piece suits, wingtip shoes. By the second day of market, all the buyers and all the um, sales reps and the VPs of sales, I mean, blisters on our feet, right? So it might have been 20 years ago. I've been at this 40 years now. might have been 20 years ago, the first time I saw a buyer Beautiful clothes, tennis shoes. And I just pointed at his shoes and I said, that's the smartest thing I've seen all market. Guys, here's my tip. Dress for comfort. Don't necessarily dress to impress. The only thing that's going to impress them is how much volume you can give them and how you pay your bills. <laughs> that's it. Don't, you, know, you, don't, you don't have to dress to impress. 
wear something that's comfortable. Steve, correct me if I'm wrong. No. So the reps, when I go, the reps are still dressed uh, too well, right? I mean, granted, you guys are dealing with the different types of buyers, right? You're dealing with some buyers from, you know, big corporations like Walmart and Amazon, and they still like to be impressed, maybe, but... um, yeah, the guys like me, man, I go, I won't be wearing shorts in January, but uh, most of the time I'm wearing shorts and t- I guarantee I'll be wearing jeans and tennis shoes, which is why I chose Victory Burger as well, because um, Vince Vince recommended doing it upstairs at the fancy schmancy uh, rooftop bar, but there was a dress code and I don't adhere to dress codes very well. So <laughs> as you can see. This is what I, I mean, I wear a sweatshirt and jeans almost every day, maybe a polo, but I'm not, I'm not dressing up so I can go spend money, right? It's not my, I'm going to, I'm going to dress up so I can give you my money. Doesn't make any sense. Well, looks like a nice place, Steve. Yeah. So, I mean, Ooh, that looks that looks good. I can't eat that. They got, mm. they got wings. They got burgers. They got fries. I mean, that's America right there. That's all you need, man. Cool Sundays. Oh, and and to hit on the wearing tennis shoes, right? I took my wife to market. Oh, let's see how old's my daughter. My one. So it would have had to have been four or five years ago. One of my daughters um, was still a baby, and my wife came with me. And, uh, man, she kept having to stop. She, she thinks I just screw around at market. Right. I did 23,000 steps in the one day. And, uh, so it, it was insane. And my wife kept taking breaks. She said, Oh, I guess you really do come here to work. <laughs> hey, I, tell me I know, just a second i gotta answer my delivery driver this guy sure. sure go ahead just meet yourself and then i can just do my own thing i, I don't need you <laughs> just kidding so dress for comfort and when steve comes back here's what i'm going to ask him schedule or no schedule and then appointments or no appointments. So many, many years ago, everybody had a really, really tight schedule. But in the last, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years, most buyers, they will not commit to a schedule. Uh, most buyers realize that you know their meetings can go long and their, their, their appointment minute by minute schedule becomes now here's the bigger question is should you plan what you're going to do or not before you get there absolutely you should plan and if you're in our industry and you don't know who you should see get in that group get in the mattress industry network get in that group and um ask who should I be seeing? Here's who I carry. Here's what what my needs are. And, you know, who do you guys recommend that I should go see? Hey, Pete, I'm back. I don't know if you can. I, I, was, doing, I was doing the show without you. Oh, so, so what Schedule I. Schedule or not schedule? Appointments or no appointments? You take it from there and run with it. My, you know, my biggest key to, to what I do is, uh, Man, set it by building, right? A, B, C. Um, and we market's doing us a favor with all the closures and stuff, shifting a lot of people to one building. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to make my market much easier being able to focus on one building a little longer, not have to. But man, I, I plan it out according to who I'm going to see by day. So typically I come for two or three days, um, I think a building has very little mattress stuff. So I kind of, I kind of throw it in on the last day on there or whatever the case may be, but yeah, plan it out and then look at, I mean, I went into detail because I don't want to do 23,000 steps every market. So I went into detail of man, look at the map and where the buildings cross over. 
right? So if you're on, if you're in B building and you got a meeting in C building, make sure that you're, you know, where to cross to capitalize. The first market I went to, I was going down the elevator, out the front, in the door, back up the <laughs> elevator. So, you know, if you've never been to market, you don't know that the buildings cross over. Yeah, that's true. It's true. And they don't cross over on every floor either. No. So you look at that building map and yep. lay it out or definitely a- ask your rep, hey, how do I get to you? Right. If I'm, I got a plan, you're a meeting so-and-so right before you, how do I get to you to maximize your time? Because, I mean, you can see I've, I've on at market, I've got like 20 people I've got to see in two days. And I guarantee I'm not going to be there for 20 hours. And there's some reps I'm going to spend an hour with. Andy, it takes me legitimately. I can do what I need to do in a day. Um, here's, since here, we, here, here's a great question from Andy Freeman to you, Steve. I answered it. I'm answering it right now, Pete. All right. I'm reading for, faster. For those... For those of us, for those of our listeners that are just listening to this on a podcast, how long does it take to do a thorough market? So for me, Andy, it takes a day, right? For for what I do now, because of the mattress industry group, it takes me uh, two right now two days. If market was busy, it would probably take me three. But I'm trying to hit a lot of people that I know in the group. Um, that I, you know, I can't sell their stuff. They're on the East coast or whatever the case may be. So, um, for me right now, it's two days, but, um, for the average retailer, I would say you're going to see 10 people. You could do that in a day easy. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy, just to follow up, I know you didn't ask me, but most of my customers on this trip, they are staying an average of a day and a half to two and a half days. They're not, most of them are not staying three days or, or four days. Um, it's, it's usually an in and out market uh, for a retailer. But again, it depends on what your needs are. It depends who's showing. Um, and, you know, sometimes you're looking at a current provider, you know, one of your current retailers, just checking yeah. the, the new stuff that they've got, or you're looking to pick up some new lines, right? I mean, that right. kind of drives my strategy. Um, like this market, I'm 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 pretty happy with the retailers I've got or the the suppliers I've got at the moment. So I'm just checking out what they've got uh, coming up. But you know, in a year, if somebody makes me angry or doesn't follow through, then possibly. Uh, I'll be looking for a new supplier and I'll see more people. How early do you get in the building, Steve? Man, I fly in at six o'clock on Monday morning. So I take my, so when I get to the airport, I don't waste time. I go straight to market. Yeah, I do too. So I, I don't, I, I mean, you can't check into the hotel and I got nothing else to do. So if nothing else, and I'm walking the halls waiting for, for somebody to show up. Cool. Well, if you need a place to park your uh, bags, just bring them over to my place and uh, park it and then come back at the end of the day and get it. So I travel light. I only bring a backpack. I noticed that last time. That's that was everything? Stuff. That's everything. That's my clothes. That's my laptop. That's my everything. My, so... There's another tip for you. Travel light. (laughs) I put it it all in a backpack and I pay to get early bird on the flight. So I get to get on and off quick. Um, I, man, I try and make everything as simple as possible. Yeah. So do you have it? So, so you kind of start off with, uh, general idea of who you're going to see. Now, do you break it down to a schedule or do you, have you just kind of modified it into I'm doing a building uh, this day, I'm doing B building this day and I'm doing C. I mean, most of it's at yeah. C15. No, out of respect for some of my reps. I mean, some of my reps are very, uh, 
they like to schedule things. They like to have finite times. So some of them I do uh, set a time with. I mean, like when I'm going to the specialty sleep association, I don't schedule a time. Uh, man, I plan on hitting, you know, I plan on seeing Emma. I plan on seeing, you know, sure. love my pillow. I sure. plan on seeing, man, I'm really hoping Roy rack or whatever they're calling themselves is there. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's a ton of people in the specialty sleep. I don't schedule those appointments because that place doesn't typically uh, get overwhelmed. So but, is, is bed tech, um, the new bed tech space is 1564 and SSA is 1565. So is that a cross or is that next to, you know, I, if I'm, if I'm correct, it would have to be a cross, right? It couldn't be. So it's the old glide away. It's the old glide away space. The specialty sleep takes up that whole little corner. Yeah. But that's, Stop number one for me on Monday. I promise, Darren. I want to see that new space. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Uh, uh, actually, Darren's going to be on the show uh, next Thursday, and he's going to give us a sneak preview of the space. And then, of course, I'll be there I on Friday. So, the first one to see it. What's that? I wanted to be first. Yeah. You have to talk to Darren about that, brother. <laughs> I'm, exci- I'm excited I've for him because new beds. I was just in Phoenix and I did get to see all the new beds again. So that's, uh, but I'm interested. I, I'm hoping Darren took his wife and did some good decorating this time. And it looks less like a man cave like the old one did. The old one was a man cave. There's no doubt about it, but it was the busiest man cave in market. I mean, um, my, my joke was the biggest little space in, in market. I mean, they were always busy um, and, and some really big dealers in there too. So yeah, bed tech is uh, on a growth um trajectory that's just unbelievable so i'm really i'm i was really uh glad to see that you uh went out there and um you went out to their facilities and it'll be interesting to see what we all think of the new space i'm sure it's going to be incredible um it sounds like it's bigger is that true darren says it's i think it's twice as big good good so they're going to need it. I mean, they've got more coming. They've got, I mean, they've got more to showcase than they've ever had. So it's, uh, I know before they were, they had to limit what they could show, right? Yeah. Yeah. So some of the older stuff uh, didn't get a show because they were showcasing the new stuff. So, yeah. Um, so what do you think about appointments? I mean, do you, do you do appointments or do you do as few as possible? What's your strategy for appointments? So I think all of market, I'll be there for two days. I've set three appointments. Yeah. And that's mostly because, man, you never, I want to spend time where it's needed. Right. I mean, right. If I, if I stumble upon something good, I don't want to be rushed to leave. And if I see something that's garbage, I don't want to be forced to stay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those free timeshare meals, right? Yeah. Uh, They they capture you for two hours instead of, I would have rather paid for the meal. Let me go. Yeah, let me pay for the hotel. I can afford it. No, it's one of those. So, I mean, and in some spaces, you really only need to be there for 15 minutes, right? Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's the reality. I mean, I like sheets, right? I love what uh, uh, Pure Care has done in the past. Like, the, I mean, it's a great thing, but man, how much time do I need to spend looking at sheets? It's I want to feel it, I want to see it, and I want to get the hell out of there. Got you. Got to see my buddy uh, Chris Tahaney at DreamFit C fifteen forty four. You got to see my buddy. I'm excited for Chris. I'm, I'm excited. excited for Chris too. He's on so, fire, man. He is. He is literally a man on fire. We are. Uh, I mean, uh, you can bet 
dream fits dream fits on my list nice chris and uh we will be i mean i sleep on a set of dream fit sheets um and i mean we'll be selling them in 2022 i guarantee it awesome awesome chris there's your free commercial i promised you i want my 20 bucks oh did i say anything about money no just kidding free pete absolutely free so I want to dive into this appointment thing um, just a little bit more. Appointments, Pete. You know, we have manufacturers that push us reps to get appointments. Um, and, and the only time I really see value in it for a retailer, from a retailer's perspective, listen, if this is a big line, if it's a, if it's an Ashley, if it's a purple, and you may not get in if you don't have an appointment, then you have to have an appointment or an SSB who doesn't even show there anymore or a temper sealy. That those you need appointments, but a lot of these little guys you don't need appointments, and I would not needlessly set up appointments. Now, with that said, I know two excellent buyers. And they have one appointment after the other. And what they've learned to do is they leave some spaces in in between there because when they really did it tight, they just literally drove themselves crazy. And they would literally like just have to leave. And so, you know, the first question I always ask my buyers is, how much time do you have? And often the buyer will say, well, Pete, how much time do you need? And I don't know. I really don't know. I, you know, now if I know the store, I know exactly like with Chinakabo, I know everything that's going on there. And I know exactly the one or two items that he actually needs to look at. Uh, somebody that I don't know, you know, it's going to be a little bit more of a, uh, asking a bunch of questions to kind of find out what they need uh, before you show them something. Um, And that probably depends, Pete, for you. I mean, as a rep, it probably depends on uh, how much time you've spent in their store or how much time you've spent talking to the customer before they get there. Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, my reps, I hope I know, or I hope they know what I carry and they know something about my store. So, um, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to take me straight to the $10,000 mattress because I don't sell any of those. So why would they show me that? Right. Right. Hey, there's your website, man. The new front door to your store. Yeah. So look at, look at that. It's coming along. I built that thing all by myself. Anybody that wants uh, Steve to build a website for him for free, call Steve at no. I got, I got. He'll no do time. it for you, but it won't be for free. I got no time for free. That's, uh, <laughs> you know what time it is, Steve? Time for me to read you a story, Pete. Read me a story. What page and chapter are we going to do? Page 67, chapter number 43, Pain ah. and Loyalty. Oh, sounds like mafia stuff. Okay, go ahead. Reward, rewarding loyal customers is a smart strategy. Many different types of business owners can leverage uh, with a simple loyalty program. While there are many loyalty program service providers available to you, you can create your own simple one with a punch-out card. That gets punched every time uh, they purchase. You've seen this many times, and it doesn't have to be fancy. One key strategy is to give a bonus credit on the first purchase as a reward for signing up. Keep in mind that most consumers have many of these types of cards, and forgetting about them is quite common. Make sure you ask all customers at the time of purchase if they're a loyalty club member and Get them to enroll if they aren't. Everyone else does it. Why not furniture and mattress stores? You can also create an email rewards program where you capture their email and or cell phone information 
and send them frequent incentives to return to your business. A combination of of both a loyalty card and an email program will yield the greatest results. In any case, you want to get a customer's explicit permission to sign them up for your loyalty club. So going into market, Pete, right? We look at incentives to be customers. And uh, I, I encourage everybody to look to the, look for the wow, right? Look for the wow, look for the manufacturers that wow you, what they do for you when you're there, how their showroom looks and how they reward you for coming. I know, you know, bed tech, I mean, I feel like I'm on the bed tech train. Uh, hopefully my order shows up today, Darren. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I know that they plan on, with the expansion of their showroom, they plan on giving away some stuff, right? Um, granted, I travel light. So the best thing to give me is money, right? <laughs> give me money, Darren. Or credit right? Credit for purchasing from you. Um, that's, that's a, a true benefit for us. But, um, when you look at loyalty programs, um, my favorite coffee shop, right? They have a, I buy nine, I get the 10th one for free. My favorite pizza place next door, I buy, buy 10, I get one for free, right? Everybody has some incentive to come back. So, uh, why not furniture and retail, right? Mine, my incentive is, hey, you you invite somebody to buy from me, right? You reach out, somebody buys from me, I'll give you 25 bucks, right? I'll give you a credit or, you know, I'll, I'll give you a pillow or whatever the case may be, but incentivize people to refer your business to others. We're, we're in the long game here, right? I mean, this long purchase cycle for mattresses, it makes it tough to have a true incentive program. So I think the best way is probably to incentivize uh, referrals. How many kids are in that picture? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, see, we've added one since Missing one. We got to do some new photos. That's awesome. Well, if anyone wants any advice on making babies, uh, Steve is on the phone and and uh, Steve is on the show, and you can ask him right now. Uh, please keep it G-rated or PG. We are professional mattress testers. <laughs> and I can tell you, thanks to the Dos Marcos and get hybrid the rap song. I'm not, <laughs> sleep, I'm not sleeping on no foam mattress. <laughs> uh, we help people get a great night's sleep, feel rested and get more done. It's what you do. It's what we all do. Right. And hopefully we help people be a little less cranky. Yes. Right? But that that there's a lot of things that go into that, including what news, how much news they poison themselves with. Um, okay, so we talked about dressing for comfort, talked about identifying needs prior to market. We talked about networking at market, um, appointments or not. We talked about schedule or not. That's easy. You have a schedule, right? And you do it by building. So I try to do it by building. Yeah. Is that all your list, Pete? Cause I've got a couple. That's my, that's my list brother. But one oh thing I just want to reemphasize that I thought was really brilliant. My bed tech stuff comes in under 24 hours. Are you right next door, dude? How do you keep track of referrals? That's a good, Stewie had a good question. You know, so the easiest method to keep track of referrals is on your back of your business card. Just say referred by, right? And then have them write their name on the back of the business card. 
So and then you just keep it on a spreadsheet. Is that what you do? No, no. So if they were referred, they bring in that business card that somebody gave them. Yeah. With their with the person that referred them's name on the back of it. Right. And then you just send that person. I normally send them. I can look a look them up and send them a text and say, "Hey, thanks for you know the referral. Um, I got whatever the gift is that I'm given at the time, whether it's." you know, $25 to Amazon gift card or, or a set of sheets. If you want to come pick them up, whatever the case may be. Do you, um, keep track of customers that refer? Do you put them in a different bucket for additional marketing? No, a good idea. It's free. You can have it. Uh, <laughs> Stewie. Ah, I like that. I keep blank space on the back of mine to write. Yeah. That's always a good, it's always good for a retailer's business card. Filling you know, it up too I'm, much. I've got, a, I've got a secret that I'm working on, but it is going to be, uh, I'll, I'll share it here, exclusive to the Pete Primo show. <laughs> I, I'm going to have a QR code where you can you can fill out a form, right? That form will go straight. So that way we can keep track. That will help me keep track of who's referring Pete. Awesome. Because, you know, you might want to market differently to them. Um, one of the things that I found interesting is that, and when I first got into this business, people kept their mattresses 15 to 20 years. I would say people on an average today are about 12 to 15 years. We like to talk about seven or eight years, but I think the reality is 12 to 15. What do you think it is? How long um, do you think people really keep their mattresses today? I'd still say people are, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a broad range, right? I mean, yeah, it is, but eight to 12. Okay. So you, you go a little bit lower eight to 12. I mean, we get a lot of people that are, you know, have bought garbage and they're replacing it in five, six, right? So, so, so here's the thing that if you really deliver a different experience to the customer and they really like you, they are going to buy more mattresses from you some way, somehow. And it may not be directly. Let let me let me let me share this with you. So I've had customers. I call them after delivery. I know they're happy. Um, I call them a, a couple of months after delivery. I call them a year after delivery. I so I know they're happy, and they come in, and I'm like, oh my lord, you know, here's a problem, and they're actually dragging. One of their friends, the, one of their relatives, one of their kids, their mother, their father, somebody back into the store to buy something. And sometimes it happens very shortly after the sale and sometimes it's a year or two later. But you know that you're on track with your customer experience. QR Google form for Stewie. So QR to Google forms, yes. Okay. Or to my website form. Ah, what hotels have you found work best to handle the market? Andy, elaborate on that. I'm not... Do you so get that question? I'm guessing he's saying, you know, as I've discovered last market is... Shuttle. The, the, the shuttle. Shuttle schedule, right? <laughs> and I ended up walking two miles in the ghetto. Um, so I will not be staying at the Strat anymore, ever. I did, I've done that. I've done that, Steve. I, so I, 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 I've done that. No, the strat <laughs> is done. Um, this time I'm staying at the D. So Fremont is the closest accessible to market. Um, the strat was great when we had the shuttle run in there because it's a five minute shuttle and you didn't have a ton of people getting on and off in between. But are the um, shuttles running this market, Steve? So they're running, but it's a still a shortened route. So they're still not running to every casino. So if the so if you own a furniture or a mattress store and this is your first market, 
go on to the uh, Vegas Furniture Market website, and there is a section in there where they actually publish the um, the shuttle bus schedule and what stops they make and get a hotel there. I've always gotten my hotels at places that the shuttle stops at. Stewie, I personally think it depends on how often a person moves. I have many customers who get all new beds when they move, build a home. You know, that's a really great insight. Thank you. Thank you for that. Steve, what do you say? Sorry, I'm responding to an impatient customer again. Uh, <laughs> I'd say yes, people move. They don't like to move their mattress, right? Also depends on how far they're moving. We have a lot of people that are moving here from California. Um, yeah. So, you know, why why spend a few hundred dollars to ship your mattress when you can buy a new one for a few hundred dollars more? Yeah. With a few less pea stains on it. So <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that could take up a whole show. Um, Andy, what hotels do you like? I always like them on the shuttle runs. That's how I do it. So I'd I know say Andy right now the easiest hotels are going to be Fremont, right? Okay. That, I mean, you're closest there, so you you can hop, you can walk it. It's like a 12 minute walk from Fremont to the to market, or you can, and it's fairly safe neighborhood. That neighborhood's not so bad. Yeah. Okay. What did you have on your list, Steve? You had a couple things on your on your bucket list for for this discussion. So, I mean, my three major keys to success at market are first, go in with a plan. Right. Yep. So whether that's whether that's scheduling your appointments um, or doing it by building like I do, but make sure you have a list of people you want to see uh, and see them. Uh, and then and I always have it tiered. Right. I always have a tier must see um, B. I'd like to see and then see if I have time. Right. If I have time, I'd like to see these guys, but um, must see, like to see, and then see if you have time. I like that. It's called prioritizing, and it's huge because if you go to market and you miss uh, one of your must sees, that that's just too big of a mistake. You cannot have that. Cannot happen. You have to have priorities. Um, you did something interesting, Steve, at last market. I saw you kind of running around in and out, just asking people really quick what their schedules are and then going back um, later when you had more time. I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, one of the things that happens uh, today in, in 2022 is number one, not all vendors are going to be showing and not all your vendors that you do business with show at market. And even a vendor that you assume is showing at market, you should call your rep and just make sure they're showing at market and get it on, understand exactly where that space is. So you can kind of get it on, on your, on your plan. So you're prioritizing your plan. What was your, your second one? So my next one is take pictures. Yes. Oh my right. Lord. As a retailer, take pictures. You will, you will forget what you saw. Can I add you, one thing to that? You will forget what you saw. Take pictures. I, I just want to add one thing to that, Steve. Steve, that is gold. Other than comfortable shoes, that is just solid gold. Take pictures and label them. I know it takes an extra second to do it, but just just label them um, if you need to. Now, if you so know the manufacturer, my, my next my next key, Pete, is take notes. Yes, notes. So I take a note on every vendor, right? Every vendor. Um, I used to use um, Microsoft uh, OneNote. Because it's got, you know, it's got an app. You open the app on your phone. I guess you open is that the, the is that the yellow icon? 
No. I mean, there's notes in Apple too, but I don't use Apple notes. I use Microsoft notes. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. I'll click there and I have it broke down. Man, I have it labeled by each manufacturer prior has a tab in my note. I don't use Microsoft OneNote now. I use Notion, a different program, but uh, that way I can just talk to it and it's transcribing my notes. I can tell it what I, you know, what I saw that way I don't forget. Cause I need the reminder. I take the picture, take the note and I can do that all in, in notion or all in one note. Uh, and the pictures and the notes are together. So I know exactly what I've seen, what I like, um, but tie it together. So absolutely label those pictures. Otherwise say, I don't know what bed. I mean, it's a gray bed. I saw a million gray beds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, there's a giveaway, there's POP or something, and, it, and it, it's a giveaway. You know exactly where it is, and you don't need to make a note, but sometimes you do. Um, sometimes I like what, to take pictures just of showrooms, right? Of how the I manufacturers guess. are displaying their beds, right? How they... Yep. Uh, I know because of, because of mm-hmm. how... Englander in particular was displaying their beds on uh, on knickerbocker frames. Yep. Right. So I thought, damn, that bed frame really really helps that bed sell that bed. Right. It looks it looks professional. It looks good. So every bed in my store is now displayed on a knickerbocker bed frame. Well, that that is the best bed frame in in the in the absolute world. Easy to assemble, yeah. Right? And you, I mean, you don't have to worry about replacing them. Where some of these, if you're just displaying no. on a on a regular metal bed frame, you'll you'll break them, you'll replace them. Steve, let me just uh, shout out um, Englander for a second since you brought that up. They're in C fifteen ninety six. If you're listening to this and you don't know where they are, Englander is in C1596. Always good ideas there. Um, inspiration for display ideas is is just absolutely huge. Is there a display idea that I see at market that I can take and tweak and make it my own in, in my own store? It may not work perfectly the way it is, but I can adjust one or two things and make it work or maybe it's a layup shot and I can make it work just the way it is, but I mean, always, the, always be a, way to steal a design, right? I mean, all yeah. these manufacturers are paying a professional designer to come in and do their showroom. So they're selling the same thing you are, right? Steal yeah. their ideas, steal their money, right? It's there for the taking. Yeah. So, I mean, some there's some really good designers uh, putting together those showrooms. Yeah. What's Stu got? I use Google Notes and Evernote. I like Evernote too. Uh, I also use G Tasks. You guys, you guys, you guys are so much more sophisticated than me. It's like a, a to-do list on my phone. I can mark it off, like order Arctic bed insult Steve with the baby number 10 joke. You know the vital stuff. <laughs> the baby number 10? What's that all about, Steve? Oh, Does he have an, any lack of confidence in your ability to make babies at this point? No, no. Stewie's like my pet project. Someday I'm teaching him how to be professional. <laughs> No, they, uh, Stu, he's always, you know, we already know I've got big balls, Stu, so quit busting them. (laughs) A Facebook user who I do not know who it is. Do you only use Knickerbocker for display or do you use their frames for customers as well? Customers. Definitely. I don't, I don't, I don't display anything I don't sell. There is the voice of an experienced professional retailer right there. I don't show anything I can't sell. <laughs> well, not only that. I mean, you'd be amazed. I mean, we sell other bed frames. You know, I sell Knickerbocker, only Knickerbocker bed frames now. 
and we sell their cheaper uh, version than the ones that we display our beds on. But you'd be amazed. I mean, somebody might spend four ninety nine on a mattress, but they'll still spend one hundred and seventy bucks on the bed frame that it was For displayed them. on, right? Because yeah. when they come in, they say, "I want that," and I say, "Well, do you want it exactly like that?" And they say, "Yes, I want it exactly like that." And, and that's and ladies and gentlemen, that is a great question. Do you want it exactly like that? Because a lot of times we short sell ourselves and we think they're talking about just the mattress and the box and they're not. They're talking about the whole thing, the way it is. And that's usually a much bigger and better ticket and usually better for the customer as well. All right. So you well, got plenty way to guarantee that the mattress feels the same, right? Exactly. I mean, I mean if if I mean somebody gets their mattress home and says, Well, it didn't feel the same. Well, you didn't you didn't buy the box spring from me, right? You didn't buy the frame that I have it displayed on. So of course it's gonna feel different. Yeah, that's a that's a scary thought in and of itself that they didn't buy the box or uh, adjustable bed from you. So I've got number one, plan. Number two, take pics. Number three, take notes. Is there anything else, Steve? No, except for uh, come ready to uh, network and everybody quit planning your damn stuff on Monday night because Mattress Industry Network at every market will have a networking event on Monday evening at some point in... Uh, we like to we like to see the faces that we encounter uh, all year, and I don't care, man. If you got a vendor that you want to have dinner with, get the damn vendor to sponsor our event and come hang out with us as well. Yeah, they'll get a lot more business. Um, I've got I've got something else to add. I think that you know we often get excited about. New springs, new foam, new cold cover, new this feature benefit. Okay, Stewie, I love you. I'd sell my truck in the parking lot if they offer enough. It's all for sale. This is what we do. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think we get so excited about things and stuff and even what those things and stuff does for our customer. But at the end of the day, I would wish one thing for you at market. And that's this, that you take a step back and you realize that this is special and you really relish the moments and you really enjoy reaching out and meeting new people. And some of the people that you get introduced to, don't slough it off. Don't think, well, I just got introduced to this guy or this gal and I don't even know who they are. And blah, blah. Ask yourself, did the good Lord want me to meet this person for a reason? Is there something that reason that I just met this new person and pursue that? I've, you know, I've met people at market that have become lifelong friends and networking uh, partners, but more than that, mastermind partners, people that I bounce ideas off of, uh, people that I won't make a move without. And once upon a time, I didn't know them. I've met some really interesting people in market. And here's the other thing. If somebody's on the opposite end of the world as you, that's even better. Because they're not oh, your competitor, it's on, it's, on e that, it's even better. On that note, Pete, you know I've I've met people from all over the U.S. as well, um, and the benefit is is sometimes you meet the person that's already been where you are, right? Exactly. I mean, I mean that's that's experience you don't have to pay for. Right. So, with you, with your own blood, sweat and tears, somebody else already paid the price. Just take notes, listen and avoid. It's part, <laughs> it's part of the reason why, you know, we started or I started a mattress mind group a couple of weeks ago uh, because I want to take the experience of those, you know, nine other individuals and and shape it into what I can take and use for my business. Right. 
Um, I don't have five stores right now, but we have people in our group that do, and they know the route to get there. Um, they know the, you know, the key uh, milestones you have to cross. And that's easier to ask somebody else than to try and figure out on your own. Yeah, Lot, one, we've done, we always, I mean, you've done this, you've been in this business for 40 years, Pete. You've had a very expensive education at some point, right? Oh, millions. You made a mistake that you could have easily avoided had you asked somebody else. Yeah. If I had this all to do over again, I wouldn't have been so afraid to ask questions. I would, I would have been more vulnerable. I would have asked more questions um, instead of just sitting there, nodding my head, pretending like I know when I have no idea. You know, I'm 61 now, and if I don't understand something somebody's talking about, I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Coach me up. I'm not embarrassed. And, and, and that's a gift that I've gotten over the years that uh, I didn't have when I was younger. And, and Steve, learning from other people's mistakes is the most inexpensive way to get to success. And it's the most painless way to get to success. So we've got a couple. Yes. Well, one listen. last plug, right? I mean, that's that's the reason why readers our leaders. Honestly, I mean, if you're not reading, you know, Pete's book is a great place to start. I mean, but I've got, you know, you get, sorry, you get the come back I, to bed. I love from, I've got that book too. Are you kidding me? Right. Come back to bed from the Dos Marcos, right? We got five and a half mentors here, right? We got, I've got know, it too. Patrick Kinney here. No, love Pat. Love you know, Patrick. I mean, even to go old school, Jerry Morris. Oh, yeah. I've got so, all those. So Jerry did a great job. You know, there's there's tons of, and I've got it. I mean, I've got more, but there's tons of advantage to reading uh, and knowing your industry, right? I mean, and same thing goes for your sales reps. Your people out on the floor, You've got to educate them. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve, let me ask you, take them to market. I I would like to do that, but I can't close my store uh, at this point to take all my guys to market, but I would love to. I've known some retailers that took their people to market and it's, it can be a truly uh, transforming experience in their career because number one, what you're saying to them is you're valuable right? You're, you're, you're saying you're valuable and, um, and this is important. So quick question. You're, you just said it very quickly. And I, you know, when I saw you, uh, promoting your mastermind, I got very excited about it. I wish I could have joined it because, you know, I wish I had the time to do that. And I'm just, just, just so buried. It's ridiculous. I, I think in the last two weeks, it's like 2,500 miles, and like 40 accounts that, you know, I'm ready to drop. And now uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be all over that. The next two weeks is nonstop travel. I'll be home one day in the next two weeks. So do you have room in your mastermind for one more? And if you do, I want you to tell them how to get in touch with you. And I want you to talk about what your mastermind, who it's for and what they can expect to get from it. So our mastermind group is full. So <sighs> we are we are running on a 12-week cycle. So when we are done with this one, I will open it up again. Uh, hopefully, you know, people will be able to stay. Uh, or, you know, this one, this one's really our test run to see how, how we can benefit the industry. But you know, we've, I've limited it to, uh, 10 participants and that's, that's about right. We're, I mean, I, even I that, we're full. I mean, it's, we're, I hold solid one hour a week and that you can get a lot of info in, in one hour, but any more than 10 and you would, you'd be struggling. So are you, so let me just dive into this really quick. So, one hour a week 
And so does everybody get 10 minutes? No. Five. I, if I gave you my my layout of the whole mastermind group, Pete, you wouldn't need me. Well, I need you no matter what because I I I, I need I need oh, the sponsorship. So, so <laughs> each, <laughs> each week, uh, we tackle one person at a time. Ah, so we tackle one subject, one business, one hour. Okay. Um, and that's why we're doing 12 weeks. First week was an intro. Uh, the 12th week's going to be a recap. And I mean, we record it all so you can watch it throughout the week. Um, it's so it's, I mean, it's, we're doing our best. Stewie joined the group. Um, so Good we, job. Do, we do our best to uh, really get something out of it. And I hope that they are. And we look forward to, you know, doing it again. And when I do, we'll open it up again to our industry group and see where we can go from there. So I want, I've been in masterminds where they, uh, you get 45 minutes once. So, so it's a half a day mastermind once, once a month. And there's usually 10 to 12 people in them. And basically you get about 45 minutes for your problem. Most of my breakthroughs, best ideas that I got from masterminds were not when they were directly working on my problem. It was the ideas that I jotted down when somebody else was going. Because something happens when you're going, right? You're, you're, you're talking about your thing and, you know, first couple of times you're nervous. So after that, you kind of lose your nerves. But you are in such a very cool place when you're just listening to uh, the moderator, Steve, in this case, uh, the leader of the mastermind, and, and then the other person. And then everybody goes around and gives feedback. I'm assuming that's the way yours is working. It's a Napoleon Hill style mastermind. Those ideas for other people were almost always directly relatable to my business. And if they weren't, they inspired a different thought that still helped me. So even though it wasn't, you're not directly working on your business every time, you're going to get a lot of benefit from this. So I'm very excited about it. So, and, you know, one of the keys to our group is it's, it's truly niche, right? I mean, when you're part of a mastermind group, uh, typically in person, you're going to have people of different industries. Yeah. Um, Man, we're we're tackling mattresses, right? right. I mean, that, that's what we do. And again, drawing on everybody's experience and everybody d being in different places. Yeah. I mean, not to say we have people like you, Pete, that have been in the industry for forty years, and you're stuck in a rut, right? I mean, you don't see the new stuff. I mean, because you've done it a certain way for a long period of time. You need somebody to be able to point out how you can do it different. Yeah. And, and then there's, you know, there's guys like me that we're trying to get to, you know, multiple stores. And the guy that's been in the industry 40 years has done that. Right. So, and he knows the tricks of the trade, how to negotiate leases, how to, you know, there's certain, right. you know, there's benefits. So, yep. how, yeah. How to, how to get out, out of a lease. If the anchor pulls out, those are all things that are important. There's lots of things that are important and using other people's experience is always the cheapest and best um, education. Steve, anybody who's interested in the mastermind in the next session, how do they reach out to you? So easiest way is going to be to uh, hit me up on Facebook. So join the, join the industry group. Um, I'd actually even be interested in anybody outside the industry that if we cross paths uh, in some way, um, you know, marketing or finance or, you know, some, some method there. Uh, in that case, you could just email me at Steve at Boise mattress.com. Steve last words, man. What you got, what you got, what's your very last thing. And this market's going to be exciting. Again, I mean, we're going to have our meetup. Uh, right now, we've got some confirmed people, but we'd love to have more people. 
uh, come hang out with us, eat some burgers, wings, and shoot the shit. Uh, I will. I will be there. I promised you last time when I was leaving, and I couldn't be there because I was going on a plane. That I'd be there, and I will be here. I promise. So that is why we moved it to Monday, right? Because <laughs> we also understand that market uh, appears to be getting shorter. It uh, is for for people, right? I mean, me included. It went from three four days to now. I'm I'm in and out in you know two days. Yeah. Uh, and it, if it was just me uh, looking at just my business, I'd be in and out in a day. Uh, my wife would appreciate that a little more. You know, seven kids at home. She don't like me being gone overnight, but um, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the vacation for two days. Twenty three thousand steps is my goal at market this time. And if I can beat that. Uh, It'd be a, a good market. Awesome. Steve, thank you so much. You shared so much great information. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Pete. Love you, Thanks. man. I love you too. Take care. I'll see you at market, man. We'll see you on Monday. Yeah. Thanks. See you.